This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, sponsored by Soundring. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is brought to you by MeUndies. You wear underwear every day, and if you don't, it's time to start. MeUndies has the world's most comfortable pair of underwear, and right now, they're offering BC Pod listeners 20% off and free shipping. So head over to MeUndies.com slash BadChristian and order your first pair today. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. All right, let's ready. Let's rock and roll. All right, I'm, I'm rolling. Joe, are you rolling? Yeah. From the bottom to the top, from the top to the bottom, Joey dropped the bass. Don't drop it all the way, Joey. That's not You've dropped That's not it. from your mouth. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that came from your mouth. Remove the microphone from your butt and beatbox with your <laughs> mouth, please. <laughs> oh, Joey. We're recording. There you go. This is the nasty, nasty, bad Christian podcast. All right. Well, I, that was my favorite snare sound there, Joey, that you've ever done. That that first when you oh, yeah, first beat kicked mixed, in. The way you mix that with your voice was tremendous. You're on, you're that's off to cool, a, we're man. off to a good start. We're going to have a good episode. I feel it because we're that's rolling. Cool. And when I say rolling, I don't mean just rolling in the flow. I mean rolling as we're actually recording this episode over the damn internet, right. going up Highway 65 between Montgomery and Birmingham, Alabama, in the bus. Mobile, can you hear the road Dang. noise? Do you hear that road noise? Uh, no, I don't. Cool. <laughs> you know what's funny? My, my dad right now, who go, you're telling me that you were able through your computer to talk to Joey <laughs> yeah. when you're, he's in Charleston and you're in Alabama riding down the road? Your what? dad would say that? Yeah, he, he's still amazed oh by that gosh. stuff. He'd be amazed simply that you were in two states away. Yeah. Just now, the and then he would be shocked that he'd be like, what in the world would you record that for? <laughs> 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 Who would want to listen to that? Just like your dad. What'd your dad say? You're gonna, we're going to run out are of it. You talked to Joel. Yeah. Already, well, who else are you going to talk to? You're going to be out of guests. You're going to get any guests. You, you talk to all your friends, and then your podcast will be over. <laughs> I got a lot more friends hey, than my dad. Hey, speaking thinks. of that, Joey, you, now you, I know your parents. They, the, uh, Virgil came up to me one Sunday and said, Hey, I just want to tell you, great job on the podcast this week. I was like, oh, Really? Yeah, he said that. And I was like, Uh oh. So your parents listen now? Yeah, Joey? they listen, Joey. We're on the reg. Uh, how long ago was that? That was probably about a month ago. Huh. Well, they definitely listened to Pastor with No Answers regularly. That might have been what they were talking oh, about. Oh, that's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah. It's Otherwise, we're screwed because Joey's yeah, going to add yet another layer of discernment to right. his talking. <laughs> 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 hey, I, I want to tell y'all something that I am def- I got I legitimately got irritated at. We took a trip to Columbia for Rosa's gymnastics, and you know what the other team's name was? Uh, I'm not going to guess. And, and their facilities, they were called Christian Gymnastics. I was like, what the hell, man? We're like, so we're not the Christians? Like, they got to take that name for themselves. They are the Christian Gymnastic team. And that's that's what it meant, too. It was a church that built a huge gym that hosts a lot of gymnastic events, and they got to be called Christian Gymnastics. Well, you, Don't you think you that's could, a little bit selfish? Yeah, I do. You couldn't have stood for it. What'd you do to them? Yeah. Uh, well, I went out in the middle of the mat during a floor routine of one of the Christian gymnasts. Right. And I, I started filibustering. I don't even know what that means. Is that a move? Like you a, don't know what a filibuster is? Is that like a no. gymnastics thing? No, it's like, uh, it's when a political candidate in a, in a debate keeps talking until people kind of give up. And Joey, get in, you know and what vote. you did. Tell the truth. You pooped in your own hand. You rubbed it all over the mat and said, "said This is what I think about you." You told me that off air. It's okay. It's okay. Well, guess what I just did, Joey. You took a poop. No, I did not. Well, I, you definitely did in the last hour. That's a good guess. Not because and not because I have any inside information. You would be that's wrong. Just typically a good guess. For you Toby. would be wrong. You would be okay, wrong. Well, let's hear it. I just bought a Green Bay. Uh, I guess I want to call it Packers hat. A Green Bay Packers hat from a gas station for eleven dollars. Unlicensed. Nice. Unlicensed. But it doesn't say Packers on it. It's the only thing. But it's green and yellow, and it says Title Town, and it has you know it looks very similar. But I really like the hat. But it's really funny. Y'all know me. I can't 
pull the trigger on certain things. So I literally, we stopped uh, to get some, uh, Matt had to go to the bathroom or whatever. We stopped and I'm just standing there. And I literally stood inside the gas station for 10 minutes trying on the hat. I'd yep. take it off and put it away. I, put I was it- just going to ask you that. I was going to ask how long it took you to decide. A long time. He stood there for a long time, showed it to me, waited on me to use the bathroom until everybody was ready to go. Then he came out of the gas station, sat on the bus. I said, are you ready to record? I got Joey on here. And he goes, yeah. And he sat down and he said, and Dave started going, to pull away. I Dave, said, Dave, stop. He said, stop the bus. I'm going about to get that hat. Then <laughs> he ran back in and I- got the hat. I've seriously stood there with Toby as he's like holding something for eight dollars and he is talking him talking to himself, saying stuff like, I mean, I really don't need this, but man, it is pretty cool. I've seen him approach the checkout line, turn back around, go back. I mean, it's just like, yeah. dude, it's eight dollars. It's not even eight dollars is not worth I know. you taking it's this buyers, long. It's buyer's remorse and and Toby has like, you know, he's he's preemptively trying to avoid buyer's remorse on anything so when we go to food courts we used to play a game at the mall where we would say nobody can decide we, we would play a game and not tell toby that nobody can buy food until after toby decides because uh, <laughs> he waits till he sees what everybody got how it turn out walks to each restaurant three times at the food court to look at it and decide <laughs> so we just all started just going man i don't know i don't know what to get and acting like toby and it's 10 minutes and nobody orders anything <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird though. I really believe, I know this sounds crazy. Like on big purchases, I don't really have any buyer's remorse. I don't know why. Like big stuff, I just go, yeah, this, we, cause I figure if I'm spending this much, much money, even thinking about it, I need it. But you're right. That, uh, I'd say probably seven to $15 range, I'm petrified. But it leads to some really good stuff. So, so right now, Toby's on a, a, a brilliant kick of getting kids' meal at Chipotle, and that's a killer one. That's true. If you get, it's, <laughs> under four, it's under five bucks, and right. you get a meat, beans, and rice or avocado, and it's really good. I mean, yeah, it's you, plenty of food. You get two tacos, basically, yep. and chips yep. and a drink. Right. It's amazing. Matt, you should see Toby at church at the tithe and offering box. How long it takes him to drop that envelope? <laughs> oh, in there. slow on that. I mean, I look at everybody else and, and see. Hey, I know that guy makes a lot of money. That didn't look like that <laughs> no, much. Ask, so do I have to? They actually they, they have to ask him to move along, sir, and like don't decline even to get money from him. It's worth it. Like uh, the cost of having him hold the line up there isn't worth the loss of profits of the, the people behind him. <laughs> hey, I decided. You know how we we've been thinking through church and maybe starting. You know what what we've talked about before. What church could be or whatever and i i thought an awesome way instead of to get rid of the tithing box completely um every everybody closes their eyes you know how sometimes they say hey if you're in need just every every head be bowed raise your hand or something like that well you do that and then you stand up and everybody that was going to put money in the tithing box they just make it rain and you just pour money all over the the <laughs> whole congregation and then the people in need pick it up yep. you just don't you know and then whatever's left <laughs> yeah if you're in need you pick it up Right. Whatever's left goes to the church. Yeah. You just pick it up. That'd be so awesome. I love it. How fun would it be to make it rain, too, at church? Yeah, it'd be with, really with fun. just money. And you could play like a hip-hop song, like a bling song. Yeah. Like Mace, Harlem World or something. Do you Have y'all ever seen someone make change out of the tithe and offering bucket or plate that goes by? Yeah, I have, like, for sure. I My swear, dad. It, it freaked <laughs> me out. Like, I seriously just caught the tail end of it, so I only saw the taking of money. And I remember getting in the car with my parents and saying, guys, I promise you, I saw someone take money out of the offering plate and they acted like they didn't even care. They didn't even care about sneaking it. And then they're just like, Joey, they're probably making change. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like that's got to feel weird though, still to make change. It's like, here's a $20 bill, but I can't give that much. I got to get some back. You know, <laughs> Like no matter what, it's got to feel kind of awkward for that person. Yeah. My dad used to do that all the time. He'd let it pass by, and then maybe later he'd go and make sure he could get changed. <laughs> if he couldn't break a 20, he'd let it go on by. <laughs> hey, we've... Uh, hey, we've, hey, Joey, yeah. uh, real quickly, we had an awesome conversation today, Yeah, and, and I wanna, I'm want i going to bring on a guest real quick. Guest? Bring on a guest. I'm going to have to unplug my headphones, Matt, so you gotta, okay. you got to relay the information to me. Okay. But so today, Dave was all excited. Oh, let me just let him tell you. All right. Dave, we were talking about what today? Dave's driving down the ro- road, too. He's driving the big rig right now. Oh, we were talking about sadness because I woke up and um, Toby and I, I was driving and Toby was sitting next to me and he was mentioning me being kind of quiet and stuff. And I just said I was kind of sad because I uh, woke up in my back, lower back still. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you say? What else hurt? Uh, my foot, too. I've slept on my foot funny. I don't know if you've done that. 
So, but it really hurts. So now my back hurts and I'm limping with my foot. <laughs> that's sad. No, that's sadness, though. I, see, I say that's not sad. I just think that's being hurt. But you would say you're sad. How do you describe sad? Like, you, do you feel like bummed out? You're moping? Yeah, a little of that. And then I also, so there's that, that I just can't physically do it and a little bit of pain. And then comes in like the worry. And that's what I put most of the sadness like, when will it get better? What if it's serious? Could it be a spinal tumor? You know what I mean? <laughs> And he's sad. But, he got further sad because right. I gave him a bunch of financial advice, and he said he right. got sad because he because I made him feel poor. Right. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave wants to uh, remodel his basement, and Matt said, "What do you, Dave?" Pretty much called me a fool. No, I, I did said not. I can't afford it. I did not. <laughs> yes, he did. I was there. <laughs> You're a fool. No. See, I want to finance it, and uh, Matt was talking about how it's not a smart decision. No, that's not what I said. I said. What is the See how it gets I said, what is the interest me. rate? What Our is the guess, term? And, and is it adjustable rate or not? And and what are the pay and he doesn't know the answers to that other than he said, Well, it might it doesn't sound like it'll be that much a month. I, I, I said, Well, those those big yeah, implications. But Dave lives there. in the harsh weather of Indianapolis. It's a terrible place to live, one of the buttholes That's of true. America. I shouldn't have been and so hard all on him. my friend wants is a nice basement and you crushed it. And I Dave, I'm it. sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe so, so I made Dave say yeah, so, but is that is that sad? sad? Yeah. That's my question. Is what, it, can you have wait, a hurt back? Right, thank you, Dave. Joey, can you can you say, is it reasonable to say I'm I'm sad because my back hurts? That sounds like a misapplication of the emotion is what Toby suggests. Yeah, like like is your depression sad? He's sad because of the pain? I don't know. That's Dave, are you sad because of the pain? Because it sounds like he's saying he's sad. No, because- he's not. Hold on, let me get him. Let me let me let him answer that question. What? Dave, why why are you sad? Are you sad because of the pain? What is makes you sad? With your back and your foot. <laughs> well, obviously not being able to do physical activity. And then, again, it's the fear. It's the fear of the unknown, I guess. <laughs> I'm serious. Because how long is it going to last? What if I'm running improperly? Is it? But that's, that does sound like anxiety, not sadness. Right, that's what right, I said. I think that's anxiety, OCD, over-worry, and all that stuff. Yeah, it sounds like worry and anxiety. Joey, do you think that's sad? Yeah, well, I think it can lead to sadness. I think anxiety yeah, yeah. can lead to sadness. Yeah, that's um, probably actually, what he's saying. I some when I went to I, I've talked about this before. When I went to that uh, church who lost their pastor's suicide, and they had social workers and pastors there and all that stuff, they said something, and it was just painfully practical. They said that uh, some people that struggle with depression, if they're already suicidal and they also have like chronic back pain, that could lead them to suicide. Because I guess it's just kind of like I'm so sad and damn it, my back is just killing me constantly. And that takes someone over the edge, I guess. I mean, that was a social worker, someone who studies that stuff for a living. And uh, yes, yeah, so I thought that was pretty crazy. I just, you know, it's really funny. I think it's because maybe that's the lyrics I wrote and everything. Whenever I think of sad, I only think sad exists relationally. I see. You know so what I mean? You, you defi- well, so let's look it up. Anybody got, Joey, can you look up the d- dictionary definition of sad? But what Toby, you're suggesting now is sad has to, is a human relation emotion. Right. Like, you know, your girlfriend breaks up with you. You're sad. Uh, your par- about, your what parent, about your team loses. Yeah. Yeah. Your team, like you're the kicker missed the big kick and you're like, dang, I, man, I feel bad for him. Uh, sad, sad, uh, pathetic, ridiculous, um, you know, like unhappy, sorrowful, dejected, depressed, downcast, miserable, uh, overweight, pastor, pathetic, pathetically inadequate and unfashionable. The show yeah. is tongue in cheek. Anyone who takes it seriously is a bit sad. Now, basically, the definition is feeling or showing sorrow or unhappy. So if you're showing sorrow, you're just sad. Downcast. Dave, were you? did you show sorrow from, from that today? Yell it out. Huh? Do you have sorrow? Sorrow? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, great having you on, Dave. That was awesome. <laughs> now I'm sad because you that, can't I answer really a damn sad. question. <laughs> I'm really sad now. I'm very sad now. Good God. Joe, Joey, do you think of yourself when you're de- when you're in, you know your depression or kind of in that dark side? Do you think of it as being sad, or do you think of it as depressed? Like, what comes to your head? Yeah. Like, do you say the word sad, or do you just say depressed? I say depressed. I don't. Re- I think to me, when I think of sad, that's like a direct response 
to something very unfortunate, like losing someone to death or finding out that someone has chronic illness or, you know, finding out that you have a $6,000 bill that you didn't know about. I mean, just those sorts of things, like a direct result. Oh, I'm really sad and bummed out about that. Yes, you know, I'm never sad. Ex- about, yeah. I just think sad something- is just somebody it's relational, like somebody else is hurt. Or that's because you. you write emo songs. For I think a that's what it is, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like if you find out that you owe the IRS six thousand dollars or something like that, I don't know if that's sad. I think that's like, oh shit. That's <laughs> like worried, right? I'm worried. I'm sad. Hey, Toby, did you hear how complimentary Matt was to you on Urban Achiever? No. Well, he talked very, very highly of you. Wait, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. Y'all know how we talk sometimes about. Well, thanks for moving we, on from that, you know, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just? I mean, what what was that? Is that? Well, it a, didn't sound like y'all. It didn't sound like y'all wanted to talk about it. <laughs> but I mean, then you had to make us talk about it. No, I thought it was interesting. No, I thought it was. I thought it was really neat. Just how Matt actually explained yeah. the gift that Toby has. Mm. Like it, he was. He was talking Toby's about saying, "Do tell what, more," because what I'm saying I love is. It. Toby hasn't heard it as well. He wasn't there when I did it. So Matt was talking about their old band, Simply Wayne's, and just how, you know, they were playing decent music and stuff. But they said, he said the stuff that Toby was writing for Joe 747, it just, it was special. Like there was just something special about it. And then he just went into how there's some people that it just, they don't even have to think about it. They start writing stuff and it just comes out just unbelievably awesome. They're not trying to manufacture it. They're not thinking too hard. And he just said how Toby's one of those people. It just it just comes out. And how you can just you can actually even be thinking about a silly song about a silly person you met and everybody knows, well, it's still gonna be good. Like I, I will say this, like y'all had that contest back in college of uh write a song in twenty four hours. And I mean, Toby wrote You Wanted More, that Joe Seven Forty Seven. That was an awesome song. Yep. Yep. Well, here's the thing about that, and I want to give everybody, since Matt got a little backstory on me, Matt is also an amazing person, but Woo! but I kind of want to clarify that. Shit. He says shit like that about me in public, so later he can get me to do what he wants. <laughs> I know how Matt works. That's manipulation. Oh, That's man. a long play. It, so he'll, he'll tell Billy, oh, man, Toby's awesome. He did all this stuff, and then later, he, when he, he knows I'll hear it at some point, like right now. And then later he'll use it against me, and I yeah. won't even realize it. But I'm starting to learn. How will he use it against you? <laughs> Just to get what he wants and to get money and to do get more power. I use it, I use it to get an album made or to motivate him to send me demos. You know, shit like that where I'm really using it against him. He just trying to get power. I love. I respect the hell out of it, but it, it is to get me. <laughs> hey, he'll do it to you. You wait till you hear a podcast. You'll find out somewhere along the way he said some unbelievable shit about you know how good you are and smart you are, and then you wait. Then the hammer drops about two months after. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talk about sometimes how we will regret some things that we've said on the podcast. Yeah, and I had I had one of those situations. I don't know if it was in the last episode that came out, but one of the recent podcasts, I said something along the lines. Was it the one where of, your voice was so distorted and nobody could listen to it? If so, yeah. nobody heard yeah. it. Yeah, hey, we forgive you. Yeah, so it was yeah, nobody heard it at all. They could. So don't worry about that. <laughs> we, we're going to start doing episodes without ads, maybe for our BC Clubbers and without Joey yeah. when his distorted voice happened. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mentioned a church specifically. Uh, Which one was it? Church. Elevation. Yeah, and you know, I just said that I know some things firsthand from someone that used to work there that if you heard your jaw would drop out of just being shocked. Uh-huh. And I definitely regret saying that. And here's and and I had someone tell me, No, you shouldn't have regretted that. Like that's you're just being open, honest. And, yeah, it was Matt and I said, I- All right, he, here's here's the two things I should have done. I should have either then gone right out and said, here are the things that I know. And just here for the record, these are the things that I know take place. Or I shouldn't have named them specifically. I think what I did was very much so a wuss move by throwing them out there and not finishing it. And now I so don't feel now like here I you have are to that. finish it today. No, I'm not going to. I don't think <laughs> no, that would not. be right. <laughs> I think that would even be worse. But uh, anyway, I actually had someone write me and say, hey, I heard your comments about uh, Elevation Church. 
I actually just started going there. Is there anything I should know? Oh, yeah. And so I'm just like, well, shit, man. So I I just emailed him. I said, look, this is one of those things that I wish I could take back. I shouldn't have said that. And I explained why. And I said, but I will say this for the record. I do think there are some things that are public knowledge about the pastor and things that we see online that should be cause for concern. And I said, you know, maybe even concerned that once you look a little harder, it's not relevant, but on the surface, it should be concerning. And how ironic that I ran into recently an interview where someone asked him how much money he made. And and he could have said, look, that's a messed up question. You shouldn't ask that. He could have said, hey, I'm not going to answer that because that would cause a stir in the church. Or he could just say, this is bullshit. I don't even have to respond to this. But his answer was, if I answer this question, it would be unbiblical for me to do so. And I was like, you have got to be kidding yeah. me. What do y'all think about that? Yeah. He actually said it would be unbiblical. What, did he, what was his basis for unbiblical of that? I saw the headline. Yeah, I have the the article here, but I can't find it. What, what did he say, Joey? It would be unbiblical. Why? If it was clear, then I would have remembered. It was, it, it just, it Some just super went, weird it beat Dodge around the bush, thing. but. Yeah, it was it was very much so a dodging. And then the person let him off the hook in the interview? It seems like it. It just yeah. seems like he... Well, I mean, Furtick is a very charismatic guy. We know pastors don't disclose their salary, if at all possible. But the question is actually right. why, though. Right. Now, why? we've talked why? about this before. I mean, you don't. No, I definitely don't. Okay. But I think that if p- potentially... No, no, no. I wouldn't even say potentially. If I was working at a church that I was the lead or senior pastor, or whatever you want to call it, then I would. But I, I I feel like we have systems in place at this church, and it's I can't just break out on a limb and say, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I just can't do that. Yeah. All right, hold on. Here, here, I think I got it here. Uh, this And this actually comes from the Christian Post. Um, I'm not sure the who was doing the interview. Morgan Fogarty uh, did the interview. But they're asking him about his finances and what, you know, there's a lot of questions about it. The guy says, there's a lot of interest in your finances uh, and your lifestyle. Do you ever think uh, you're going to release some of these records? And, and he goes, um, I know that we have to have integrity and we have to be generous. And I know the extent of which that is true for me, Holly and my wife. So to go on record and say, here's how much money we've given and here's what we do with our finances to me. That would be the most arrogant thing I could do, and it would rob me of the blessings of what Jesus said, which is that when you give, you don't get get up and tell everyone how much you've given. <clears throat> so when you give one part of a picture, whether that's how much one staff members uh, or what they make, that's between them and God. That's not mine to release, he says. So he's saying— He's, make, he's, he's changing the subject from how much he makes right. to how much he gives, if you'll notice uh, that. Right. So he's, yeah. he shifted the, the question Which like a good politician or smart person would do. Right. So they asked him, will you ever tell us how much you make, basically, is what the question's trying to get at. He said it would be arrogant because he's so generous and gives so much away that it would just simply seem like bragging if he right. ever told— <laughs> Which actually because sounds way more so arrogant. Much money. What he just said he, sounds way right. more arrogant. Right. Yeah. So, we give we give so much that if I told you, you would hate me. Oh right. no! But that sounds right. terrible. So that right. actually just that's terrible. Toby, I, I'm I'm gonna pull a Toby comment here, but wouldn't it have been so refreshing for him to smile and say, "Man, that'd be kind of embarrassing to tell you guys. It's it's actually a lot of money." And then you yeah. could have a conversation because he could respond by saying, "Well, why do you make so much money?" And then he could say, "Well, look, I mean." I think I give a lot away and I mean, our church brings in and people encourage me to make, but oh, that would have been so awesome if he just said, man, it's kind of embarrassing because I make a lot. Well, I wish he said the answer. I mean, (laughs) I wish he just said, yeah, $742,000 or something like that, which is, I mean, that's my guess. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. What is it? I know that 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 is what I dislike about that is now also, Joey, aren't you doing the exact same thing again (laughs) right now? (laughs) Like, aren't you just saying stuff about this pastor? No, this is public record. He said, I understand his point from before. I think it's actually a really good point because now he's cast aspersions about there's private things in there, which could mean like something super dark or dangerous right. Right. That was even totally though that's not what he was part. talking about right. yet he can't clear the air because he doesn't want to betray the inside things that somebody told him yeah so that, well, that I would, that's correct well, I, I think we should all go on the record i don't 
at all think uh, Stephen Christian is a terrible person. You shouldn't listen Stephen to his Christian? sermons. Stephen Christian. <laughs> 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 oh, Freudian slip there, my friend. Stephen, I'm sorry. Stephen Christian, I'm sorry. Stephen Furtick. I got Stephen Christian on the mic because he's got a new podcast out. Yeah, he does. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Our Collective. Plug, plug, plug. plug. Our Collective. Stephen Christian from Amberlynn. Check it out. But we're talking about Furtick. But I think Furtick is a good guy. I think he believes in what he's doing. I think the finances are weird. I think that's sinful. I think that he's, but we all have sin. So that's what I'm saying. I totally agree. Just say, I make $2 million a year. I make $1 billion. If, If it's not bad, then you should say it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But the problem is we don't start that way. So now how do you go there? If, if he says yeah. it, then they're going to ask this person how much they pay and this person all the way down to the bottom. And then feelings get hurt regardless of if it's right or wrong. And so there, some things are hidden. But that was very, very uh, crafty, articulate way of dodging the question. I don't want to tell yeah, you how what, much I give. What does that mean? Yeah, he, That doesn't have anything to do with how much I you mean, make. I mean, nobody wants to tell how much they make. Right. I asked Toby how much he had in savings today. He didn't want to tell me. Joey, how much money do you and Priscilla give a year? How much do we give? Yeah. He's not arrogant enough to um, tell you that. <laughs> well, I, I actually, the first thing that came to my mind is it probably would be. Um, I'm de- you don't have to answer. I was no, just no, no. Kidding. I was going to answer it, and I was thinking that maybe people would be like, oh, that's it. But I mean, basically. <laughs> Because it doesn't come out to be a whole lot. I mean, I de- we definitely give you know ten percent right up front, and right. then we try to give more than that. But it doesn't end up being so. I was right. going to give you a figure, maybe. No, I, I bit, yeah, right? I know. But let let me ask y'all this. Here's what I was talking. I was talking to my sister in law and Priscilla about this, and it's like let's just take someone like Furtick. But I mean, there's a dime a dozen of of people in public, and and what Toby said is what we all say, and it's what we should kind of lean towards. He said, "Yeah, but we all have our sin. You know, everybody everybody has their sin. but at some point, like, is there ever a time where we just say, "Nah, I'm just gonna say that dude's mostly full of shit." Like, is that okay to at some point just be like, okay, yeah, but this person's functioning as a pastor, and yeah, I just, I'm just well, gonna say most of that's just off. We'll take a break real quick, and I'll tell you my thoughts on that. Nice. So, folks, I had an unfortunate instance that I'm not gonna go into detail about, but I lost a pair of my MeUndies last week, and it is a travesty. I'm on the road, and I only have so many pair, and it's not enough. So now I had to go get some more, but I'm glad to do it because of how much I like this underwear. Let me tell you about the underwear I like to wear. I wear all black pretty much all the time. So I have some all black underwear so it doesn't really stick out from my dress. But really what I like to do is wear an orange pair of MeUndies. It represents the Clemson Tigers, and I don't wear a lot of orange externally because it looks a little goofy, and I, I look like a pumpkin with orange and black on. So I put my my under, I put my orange in my underwear because that's what I care about. It's one of the best. It's one of the most important. And I'll, I'll tell you this: it is the most important clothing article you own and wear and choose, and you wear it every single day. Here's the best part about me undies: it's twice as soft as regular underwear. It's twice as soft as the underwear you're wearing right now. It's my favorite. It's all I wear. They have a million good designs. Not literally a million, but you know what I mean. And uh, they put out new designs every month. They have them for women, and they have them for men. Like I said, they're made of modal fabrics, twice as soft as cotton. So seriously, don't skimp on your underwear. Skimp somewhere else. Underwear, get the real deal. Get me undies. And to sweeten it a little bit, MeUndies is offering 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash bad Christian. They have a money back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep them. And oh yeah, shipping sucks, right? Paying for shipping. Well, they remove that. All orders in the US and Canada ship for free. So make sure you go to meundies.com slash bad Christian and get 20% off your first order and so they'll know that we sent you. And we're back. All right, we're in the heat of debate here about some no serious issues. Joey, you left us with a question. We were cliff- you we were cliff- <laughs> we were, you left us with a cliffhanger. What was your question? Okay, well, my question is, all right, so I think all I've heard the three of us say it a billion times and it's true. We look at someone in the public eye and we're just like, "Hey, they they are being so scrutinized. They're a big name. They got so many people that are picking what they're doing apart." They're not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. You know, Toby actually said about Furtick just a second ago, he said, yeah, he's got sin. So do I. At some point, can we cross the bridge or cross the line and say, and I'm not even saying Furtick specifically, but at some point, can we just say, nah, they're 
mostly full of shit. Like most of what they're doing is just off. Yeah. And someone needs to just come out and say that. Like, I, I don't think most of us would have a problem of saying that about Benny Hinn or Creflo Dollar, right? Wouldn't right. most of us just say, like mainstream church, I sure. think would say, yeah, that's just messed up him raising well, money. That's a good question. But there's a bunch of ways to, to look at that. On one level, you just have to say, the simplest way I could say it is, even if you didn't want to say people are over the line or full of shit or whatever, it's still good for the culture at large beginning with people like me to be comfortable saying, man, I really dislike that style because you yeah. don't have to accept a particular style of talking or communicating or certain system of churches and government. Those things are not required to accept. So it is okay to voice different opinion. And if the, guess what? If the whole culture of what people want and voice changes, it'll change from at the top too because yeah. it's, it's supply and demand. So you don't you don't have to accept it the way it is, and if enough people thought the way you did and said it, then somebody else it would be somebody else that was it, it would it would come down differently anyway. The reason things get the way they are is because that's the way people like it. So that's not even faulting them because people will rise to take the money of people like Creflo Dollar does. I mean, people will somebody will fill that void regardless if people are wanting to give it and are manipulatable that way. So until that changes, until people can see it clearly, then. Nothing would change anyway. So also it's not right to me to, to live in a – to do – as a person, as a principle of mine, to not not be super quick to give the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that's uh, necessary yeah. or the best approach, honestly. Like uh, people just put that in the bucket of nice. Well, I'm sure he means well. you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, many a evil have been done with that. I mean, you know, yeah. under that uh, protection of, well, I'm sure he's not really trying to do bad. You don't. You wouldn't say that about a childcare worker or anybody else. You, I mean, you, you don't. It's not the best approach just to always give everybody the benefit, especially of the doubt. a pastor. You give the pastor right. the benefit I, I don't of the think doubt you more should. than anybody. I mean, I right. think. You, I think you. I think things. Ha- I mean, I th- you know, I, I like the fact that the, that doesn't mean you attack somebody just because they're in a position, right. which happens too. Right. But speaking but that's the what, truth, that's and, what I yeah. think you're saying too. You just make that normal. That's where I think. I think we should call bullshit on people. In way smaller, way earlier increments. That's, I think, oh, yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? That, that, that's where we need to start at. Like, we all, we all wait and then are shocked that this person did something so <laughs> evil or so bad. Because they benefited so the doubt their way all but, the I mean, way up it, to that. Like, even in Furtick, even if Furtick is like terrible and, and, and he's bad with money and all this stuff, like, I mean, he's just, just like me. I, I would do the same thing, getting huge. Uh, all these people following you, you kind of feel segregated because you're now this mega church pastor, all this stuff. That that would be the natural, normal thing to do. So we should have, everybody along the way should have called some bullshit about five, six years ago when he's a nothing. You know what I mean? Like when you're right. a nothing, no fame, whatever, and all that stuff, because the sin's going to come no matter what. It always does. It, it, you're not going to avoid it. So call bullshit on the little stuff, and that 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 is where it all starts. And that way, I think, you don't ever have to get to the mega bullshit where you're like, oh, this guy's terrible out of here. Like yeah, I said, I, yeah. and I, I think most pastors, I mean, we make fun of pastors and stuff. I think most of their hearts are genuine. I think most of them, I, obviously there's some people, but like Stephen Furtick or Ruffalo Dollar, all I, of, I actually it. think they believe in Jesus and they want to do good, but, but things trip you up. I think they do. I don't find them to be calculatedly evil. Right, not at by all. By any means. Yeah. Not at all. Actually, yeah. good good pastors preaching the word. I think they can bring so the scripture put, but, really but well. You, but you're putting actually those two in the same category? No, no I'm just saying because Joey yeah. brought, Joey right. did. Joey said Creflo. Yeah, we, we he puts Creflo bad. in the position of, oh, we can all say yeah. he's full of shit, but Ferdinand, right. you can't really say that. That's what yeah. Joey's denoting as the... the I, the I think the big but issue can, for me, one thing that I don't like that I keep seeing people say is... Uh, well, man, these CEOs of big companies make millions of dollars. Nobody's talking about them. Why can't we love our pastor like that? I'm like, isn't the point not to be a CEO? Well, first of all, you're right. not a CEO. First you're not of running all, a big business. companies and CEOs don't get they get a lot of people. Oh, right. Know, a lot of people don't like them. Either. <laughs> totally. For, this, for very yeah. good reason. But also, they're doing it seriously for the money. Yeah. Pastors are not doing their job for yeah. the money, and that money comes from people who are believing in what they're trying to do and uh, the church is trying to do. So. I, I kind of, I can't go there, but. So are right. you going to talk about that video that you sent us? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this one freaked me out a little bit, and I don't know. It did me too, man, and I I, I have a very. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I do not have a very sensitive freak out meter. and No, the, you don't. I just, I don't. 
<laughs> you definitely do not. So this is alarming. <laughs> I mean, if you saw a gray translucent man cutting grass in the backyard, that doesn't you just accept that as a just a normal part of everyday life. So I agree you don't have a very Matt. sensitive freak out meter. Matt, listen listen to this. My brother emailed the <laughs> listen to, My brother emailed the the I I'm Yeah, that's a ghost. ghost Listen, I'm. <laughs> want to get some lunch? That's a ghost. Let's go get yeah. some lunch. I, hey, I, toss I'm me football. Calling, hey, that's a ghost. Toss me that me football. Talk. Let me talk. I, I'm calling this guy the ghost expert, but he didn't call himself that. But I watched a dialogue take place. <laughs> My brother told this guy, he's just, he's like, yeah, we're going to have a guest on with you that just thinks all of that uh, paranormal stuff is, you know, hogwash or whatever word he used. And he said, this guy generally thinks that Christians are stupid with science too. And the guy <laughs> responded, he said, Christians stupid with science. Who is this guy? He said, would I know him? And Jared Hell was yeah, just you like, know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me, bitch. <laughs> Dude, I really can't wait for, for that conversation. I think it's going to be classic, but we're, we're going to have to take up a couple hours of your time, man. No problems. We're going to go, we're going to go ghosts and aliens. Oh boy. All right. So, I stumbled across this, I think, on Facebook, and I'm just going to explain it how I see it and try to not put any of my biases in there, okay? You can play the... the yeah, clip. yeah, I'm going to play it in a second. But, okay, so there is a guy, um, his name is Sean Bowles, and people probably have, hear, have heard of him before, and I think he's kind of uh, related or worked with a bunch from, uh, like, Bill Johnson and, and Bethel Church which yeah. are big on the gifts. They're big on gifts, like speaking in tongues. I think they do gold dust falling from the sky, uh, you know, prophecy. Like the, the, this whole site, Sean wrote a book called Translating God. Not, I mean, read it. See what you think. See what you guys think um, about it and judge for yourself. But basically, Sean prophesies about people. Like he shows up and he says God gave him a word or two and he says it. And then through that, it ends up being like God told him a bunch of stuff. Um, and so I was going to play this and see what y'all think. So let's see here if I can get this going. So, Matt, you haven't heard this? Nope. See what y'all think about this. They're like, what do you think? Okay, this person, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, is there a nurse whose birthday is September 30th? Does that make sense to anybody? A nurse? Hello. What's your name? What is that? Jill. 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 Okay. Um, I just have you been to a lot of other countries or you're like a traveler person? Um, is that a nice way to say it? You're a traveler person. <laughs> I'm incredibly educated. Can I get some water too? Well, I'm prophesying. Well, I left my water down there. <laughs> oh, Benny, you know, if you give a prophetic guy water, what happens? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to contend for a word for Benny too. Great. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Tell you look familiar. Have we met before? Yes. I'm so sorry that I'm I'm not connecting the dots. Oh, uh, But I know I don't know what I'm seeing right now because it's it's new to me. Um, so he's like staring. I off. did write down one note. So let me look at it. He, he September 30th, nurse, and a legacy over your life for the nations. Legacy over your life for the nations. Um, <laughs> I feel like this stage of life that you would have chosen God to do the glorious big things when you were 25 that he lets you run out of your current kind of young woman energy. And I'm not saying you're not young anymore, but your young woman energy and your zeal a long time ago. But now you're going to know that it's really him. You're going to know that it's really him. And I feel like I'm seeing around you, um, first of all, the Lord wants to assure you that your father's going to be okay and he's going to have an extension on his life. There's that, what's going on with your father? He had pneumonia not too long ago no. and some other stuff. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, he had, he had a cold. I mean, that's just like, <laughs> he had a cold. Uh, yeah, he just okay. stubbed his toe actually uh, too. Uh, he uh, got uh, a lot to say. All right, hold on. But say. okay, so when I saw this, I mean my my the thing that comes to mind is I, I and what every single Christian has told me that is evil is a psychic. And that's exactly yeah, what I went to a palm reading before. And sorcery and palm right. reading and whatever. Right. I went, I've been to a palm reading before for fun, and that's exactly what they said. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And, and the Crystal stuff that he's ball. saying, like, legacy like of the, it's very vague stuff. <laughs> legacy of the nations. He was Your about father to tell, was sick. Yeah, he was about to tell him where Pee Wee's bike was. All right. I, I, I mean, like, <laughs> for example, that, that how, how easy of that would that be to say? Your father's going to, you know, I know he's been sick. Well, obviously, she's an older woman. 
So yeah, our, fa- our father's way older. Father's sick. It just so. Uh, yeah, but the first, the first, the first one though was the. Is there a nurse who was born November the thirtieth? So right. he either he either nailed that one or that was prearranged. Here's my biggest beef, and th- this is funny. I was listening to this out loud in our office, and our friend Sarah was not joking around, and she was like, "Is is that a psychic?" Like, so she that proves toby's point that this guy doesn't sound like a pastor teaching he sounds like a you know psychic telling people their future but my question is if he truly has this gift why is he flaunting it in front of hundreds of people why wouldn't he just go to this lady like why wouldn't god lead her to this lady and him say look i'm not sure if this is god or not i'm pretty sure it is because i have a decent track record but here's some things that i think god wants me to tell you like, why is there this big spectacle the idea where everybody gets to, to clap? Right. The idea was because other people would believe. The unbelievers there would be convinced that God is real. That's well, listen the, to this. We, we obviously didn't watch the whole thing, but at the very end, this lady is in tears, just so excited beside herself, moved beyond words, and she says, thank you. And he does not say, no, 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 don't thank me, thank God. He accepts the thanks. I mean, for as far as I'm concerned, if someone thanks me and I don't say, no, don't thank me, then I accepted their thanks. That's a problem. His knee-jerk reaction should have immediately been, whoa, 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 whoa. don't thank me. I mean, why are you thanking me for? I just, Ed, that just creeps me out, man. I don't know why he had to do it in front of all those people. Well, the neat thing about this is, is just the situation. There's been hucksters and scammers for all, as long as there's been people. And the, the thing about them is they like to be, you know, they like to all they have to do is be a little bit slicker than the individual or small group or medium sized group or even large group that they're in front of. They just have to have the uh, basically everybody in that room was pretty much channeling all one direction. He had a collection of people that he knew almost all wanted to believe in a certain thing in the first place. So that's the big, big, big setup. And so if you were there that night, you probably were open to it anyway, and it probably felt really right. Like it would be hard in that right. place in that room to go against it. The neat thing now, obviously just with the internet and YouTube, is the audience he had to do that in front of is infinite. So now people call yeah. them called collective people uh, can you know look at that and go, oh, I see what that is. I see what this is. I've seen that before. But imagine if there was no technology, he could just go around different places and doing that to people who had heard about it. And then the people that were attracted because they had heard about it would now be gathering in this tent and then he shows up and does that. I mean, that's kind of a, a set-up and knockdown situation. So it's pretty neat that it could be looked at and analyzed from from this all-seeing yeah. eye of YouTube. So that's interesting. That's good. Yeah, I think for me, uh, one, I, I might let him a little off the hook, Joey, for the thank you, just because sometimes when people say thank yeah, you, right. they don't want to – they obviously know, oh, it's just for the Lord. They go, oh, okay, I know that. It's, it almost seems it could be insulting. Yeah. Here's the thing. What is the point of this, like saying – like your dad's going to be okay or what like that feels like all the prophecy like this prophecy stuff seems very limited and uh unhelpful in the whole scheme of things because this life is taken care of by god like you don't i mean she should know that god has her, her dad's best plan for yeah. her anyway or he, you know what i mean like yeah scripture point, says that yes i mean don't worry about tomorrow yeah you know if, if god takes care of the lilies of the valley how much more would he would have you for you and so I think for me, like, I don't, once again, I don't think this is a bad guy. I don't think so. I, th- I mean, he, he says the name of Jesus a ton and he, uh, you know, he's on the justice, a part of a justice, uh, organization in, in Los Angeles. And he really wants to work apparently with actors and all these big people and stuff like that. But the thing is, I'm sure some people listening right here know this guy, maybe even feel like, feel like he's a good dude. The problem is I feel like we get hung up on this stuff and this is where it takes the, focus off jesus yeah. i mean it really does it puts it yeah. on man like hey god gave me this and he wrote a book and this is what they're trying to promote how you can do this too hey learn how to prophesy so, so what yourself you, and others what prevents you from just saying no he's just a, a liar or a bad guy you just can't you're scared to i mean you don't think it i don't know i'm not saying maybe I, it's because i think maybe i could be wrong yeah i, I guess that it, I, I, you don't want to be wrong that way publicly well it's no not even that like maybe i am actually wrong like maybe he maybe what if this is god like do you believe that it could be god well here's well actually probably no but i will go so far to say i do believe that this is simply an amplified version of something that's kind of reasonable where i mean have you not been you yourself not been in a situation where you were looking at somebody and you got 
Yeah. As cheesy as it would sound, a word. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I have too. I've I've seen it. I've known about it. I don't doubt it whatsoever. So I don't even doubt that you there is something and that you could get a word or just know something about. I know that right. exists, but this is a certainly an amplification of it to a sinful level, in my opinion. Whether he's actually trickster like a liar well, and well, knows it to well, capitalize. Here, here's the, be- here's maybe the not weird that thing, bad, but it's at least getting going somewhere in between those two. Well, when you call it prophecy, like then I mean, all he's saying is the exact same thing as no matter what the style, the presentation, the yep. delivery, everything's exactly like a psychic. The good there th- is no difference. When you watch those psychic TV shows, that's exact. I'm seeing your, I'm seeing this date. I'm seeing yeah, right. a dog. Do you have a dog? Sure, you magicians know, it, do it all the time. I, I mean, so there is a little bit of something there, and that's what's frustrating to me is if that's the case, why would it be so worldly? Why would looking? it be so worldly? Well, here's one. It's here's the exact one reason why. Thing? It's a, it's a sociological thing that simply is proven to work over time. Right. The lucky thing is if you get into a group like that, those people have been told not to participate so they don't know about it. Right. <laughs> That's the thing they're not allowed to go see or do. So it works like a Stay storm on them. Stay away from psychics yeah. and then you get to be a psychic. <laughs> then, you're, then you're powerless against our psychics. <laughs> yeah, I've had words given to me before too, and it was done in such a discreet, non You wouldn't have done that with it. Yep, I agree. Like, yeah, and, and it was even with a, hey, you know, you got to take this to God. I'm, I'm not saying, like, anytime someone says, thus saith the Lord, I just think there's an issue there because they're basically claiming that they can hear from God perfectly and they're not going to make a mistake. I just yep. think that's dangerous because then no one can speak into that. I mean, if you say, look, I'm going to move to such and such a country, even though I don't have a job, blah, 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 God told me to, well, what's your friend's going to say? Okay, I'm not arguing right. against God, so go. Yeah. Yeah, the benefit being to the whole congregation there, they will be all, then it's going to make all the unbelievers at the revival now believe because they've seen the power of God. I mean, Jesus did miracles that you would probably think was like a magician, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, it gets a little bit weird because well, at some well, point you're going, well, here's yeah, the this issue. guy does this miraculous healing thing. And the reason that Jesus did that was so that people would see and believe right. or have the choice yeah, and you, to. And you know what people say? People say, um, you know, they quote, you will do even Signs greater and miracles, wonders, even greater, yeah. but I, I believe that's numerically, quantitatively, not qualitatively. Why would Jesus say, Hey, you're going to do better things than me. Like, so that means that there should be a lot of people raising people from the dead and all that stuff. I think Jesus knew that there, we would have a capacity to spread the gospel around the world. And now with the web internet, it's just like podcasts and all sorts of things. I mean, there's so much that we can do now that Jesus could only do locally, you know? So I, yeah. I just, I don't well, see that as quality. Well, well, here's a couple things, and I'm going to give a quick shout out. When I was at Mars Hill, learned a ton, and Pastor Dave Fairchild and, and Pastor Cliff Ellis really helped me see that it's so much of God's plan always involves the nations, not one person, right? It's always yeah. like prophecy, even if it's like, okay, you'll have a king, it's for the nations. Well, you know, you don't need a king or whatever. It's always for, not like one person right. that, you know, and if, if that was the case, why is it always like like when he prophesied over that lady? You 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 have a legacy of the nations. Like what in the hell does that mean? Why not? Hey, you're gonna get a tw- a two dollar raise. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. what what like seriously like something <laughs> serious, specific. Why is it always really something like that? And I it's it, saying that to one person. I don't know if that helps the nations. I don't know what that does. Like that just makes somebody go, man, this guy can really hears from the Lord. He hears from the Lord better than anybody. I better follow him. Well, it helps Se- him get another gig. Right. For sure. And secondly, <laughs> I believe maybe even has the gift, but not all the time, right. not every day. Not, not, yeah, you know not, what on, not, not, not yeah. on call. Not on call. And so yeah. what, that, what that puts him in a bad spot of when he doesn't get a word, he still has to go up there on that stage and get yeah. a word yeah, somehow, it's most right? Likely, ju- it's most likely deemed for me as a perversion of something. That's where this is. It's a perversion of a real gift or a real desire or a real something to take into some, you know, messed up by human nature and power and, and a willing crowd. Let me be way more pessimistic because I, I agree. I think the probability or I, I think it's more likely that he has a gift that he's misusing. What are the chances that he had at some point been so puffed up with pride that he opened a door for Satan to come in and just start using them. Like what's the chances that he's actually saying that stuff with Satan's power? Any chance at all? Eh, maybe so. Yeah, sure. There's a chance. I mean, he says the name of Jesus a lot. I mean, he really does, yeah. but I mean, they say even demons say the name of Jesus or something, right? I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't think this guy is evil, but I feel like this takes for me, 
unless I know, can find out more from him, Sean Bowles, please, you're welcome on the podcast. Doesn't sound like you m- might would want to, but, <laughs> but maybe the Lord. No, gave, I saw I saw ma- another one of his. He said Toby will ask me to be on the podcast. He already not, and he already replied no before you. I'm gonna. Ask. <laughs> he prophesied that he would not come on this right. podcast. It was a word given to him long ago. From the nations, but but I just I, I it just takes them, it takes awesome. the focus off of Jesus. It really does. It it becomes a sideshow of that this life is super important and that you need to know stuff in order to do your life better. All you need to know is Jesus is Lord. You're going to screw up a lot, and you need a Savior. And when you turn to Him, it, it things get better, things improve. Maybe not even financially or physically or emotionally, spiritually, all these things, but things do get better because a Savior saves you from the thing that's your worst enemy, which is yourself. This guy feels like he's talking to self and to person. Hey, this, this, and this. And, and the enemy is like the disease or something. I saw another one. He was talking. He was like prof- and calling it prophesying. That just seems weird. Like, I really believe that's probably for when you prophesize for a, a group or a nation or a church, as opposed to, hey, this is you and this is what you will do that will be great. And I guarantee you, I'd say most of the time, I don't, I bet he hardly ever, I, I'll, I'd probably bet money on this, says, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> hey, I, I, you're a nurse. Well. Uh, you're going to contract a really bad disease. You're most next likely going to lose your job. Can't if... tell you when. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're in trouble. No, she's going to have a legacy of the nations? <laughs> that well, sounds Paul pretty awesome. Says, Paul says that prophecy is for the building up, encouragement, and all that stuff. But um, Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it seems I, like maybe he could help you out a little bit if you knew you were going to get in a yeah. car accident. Yeah. The, 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 ble- the believable thing would be the movie cliche where the fortune teller re- looks at the cards and reads it, and she sees something horrible, and she just goes, they say, what is it? And she goes, I, I, I just lost my powers. I'm actually not good. I'm a scammer. Because you don't want to say, say what really you saw. You know what I've heard? <laughs> what I've heard people say about the whole name it, claim it, prosperity gospel is they, it's, you know, the opponents of that would say, whoa, 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 look at Jesus. He's our savior. He was killed. He was poor and all that stuff. And they say, yeah, he did all that so we could have a lot. And my answer to that would be, okay, so that began with the apostles who, you know, were martyred and everything. It's like, where did people jump from? looking at the early church and what they had to go through. And they were excited that, man, Jesus was Lord. He is who he said he was. And, oh, shit, now we have to run for our lives. Yeah, but keep in mind, again, that it seems like we would be mega, massively, extremely skeptical if Jesus was here doing stuff now. Just That's the only yeah. thing to keep in your mind. Like, I just wouldn't be buying it for a second if well, you told me about it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe... That's why I don't know if I can totally say this is, isn't real or whatever because we're not walking with this guy daily. But the disciples saw the real thing. Yeah. So if you actually saw Jesus spitting mud and all of a sudden a sure. dude that you knew from but if you heard about it, could see. Or YouTubed it. You might not right now is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So For if you, sure. If somebody's YouTubing you something from the Middle East where a guy spit in mud and something, you just wouldn't first assume it was true. Right. You exactly. really wouldn't. I agree. And I, but I think that's okay to be skeptical like that yeah. because I want the truth. I don't want to just believe something. Like that's what I'm saying. Like we should be skeptical of this guy. Right. Hold on, I'm getting a word. Well, oh, the Lord, oh, man, the Lord's telling that. me that you, you. Oh, am I going to hell? Do <laughs> Am I going to go to hell? Shit. I think so. Joey, man, I'm getting a word from you. Really? What is it? Truth. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the damn news. This <laughs> is the damn news to Toby Morrell. and you're gonna get some prophetic prophecy. Truth. Prophesetic. Prophesetic. Got to keep it prophesetic. All right. Here's the first bit of news today. And I think this is awesome. You always do. I pray that this this happens. This comes from NBC News. Female libido drug, a die arrival could boost more than sex drive. Mm -hmm. That'll be a big one. Is it a die? It's basically like the female Viagra. Uh, It's the little pink pill. (laughs) They give men the blue pill. Isn't that hilarious? The pink pill that sparked a war over whether women were being left out of the Viagra revolution, and it goes on sale, said on Saturday, which I'm, I think this is a, a few Saturdays ago. The drug designed to restore a woman's lost sexual di- desire has earned a $1 billion payout for the company that makes it. A dye is a daily medication that can't be taken with alcohol or certain other drugs, and possible side effects could limit its appeal, but experts believe those restrictions could spur development of better treatments for women's sexual problems. Um, Kim Wallen, a psychology professor from Emory University, Emory, said that this is the first time that that a drug for either men or women 
has been approved strictly to increase sexual desire that legitimizes many other drugs that are in development. Basically, they're just talking about what can do. But my question is, uh, if your wife uh, isn't interested or your wiener isn't doing that good, do you guys think it's totally fine for a Christian to take a, a boner pill or a sex drive pill for your spouse or I, you? I can't see any reasonable argument not to. Not to? Well, I'm just saying, like, the idea of just taking pills for stuff or whatever, like, well, what, if it, what if you're 75 pounds overweight and if you just lost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like some people have super high cholesterol and all they need to do is do a better diet. Right. Like, exercising and eating better would increase your sex drive probably. I yep. mean, I'm sure that's true. Maybe even just as much is the only thing I would say. So is this just another quick way to, a quick fix that yep. lets you avoid the I, right I, way to do seem, Yes, I do probably think that. I'm not too big on, I'm not really big on medication whatsoever. I'm against it in most re- most cases if avoidable, period. But I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't necessarily think it's a moral thing. I just I just don't think it's the best way to handle stuff primarily through medication. Exactly. For some stuff, yeah. But, I mean I I, I actually know. I actually wholeheartedly agree. So I mean, yeah. like when you use the word primarily and uh, that's why I have no problem with people that you know would maybe push back on on medicine. But it's not I think a, I'm for, pro medicine, and for the me it was like science, a last resort. I mean, my parents yeah, had to basically that. twist my arm to you know get me to go that direction. To, your parents but had I, to twist your arm to go get uh, to get your medicine to, to, fix, to fix your erectile dysfunction. <laughs> but to answer Toby's uh, question directly, I would say. If if we do have a problem with sexual enhancing drugs, then we would have to throw it all away. Like, why why wouldn't God say, okay, technology is progressing here, you know, go to the doctor to try to get pregnant or go to the doctor to try to stabilize your diabetes or go to the doctor and, you know, get some good advice for your high blood pressure and take yeah. some medicine for that. I mean, all of that stuff's got to go away. And some people have high blood pressure because it's hereditary, not because of their bad health. Yeah. So I, don't, I have no honestly, problem. Honestly, for me, I, I, I don't do Viagra. The uh, only reason I take it is because I like the taste. You actually do. I like the you taste. That's yep. it. I, don't, yeah. I didn't even know it did other stuff. Yep. The taste of it's awesome. All right. Next one. Matt, this one's kind of for you. Joey, I know you don't care about science or, or scientists or people that work hard to create he cares technology. About it. He's against it. He's against it. <laughs> Joey only likes technology that involves his amplifier and speakers for his home sound system. If you can improve that, Joey will listen. The inventor of light-based Li-Fi internet has completed the first working prototype. Have you ever heard about this, Matt? Li-Fi? No, I have not. This, I thought it was really interesting. This comes from Yahoo Finance. You know I don't like Yahoo News. I know you don't, my friend. I know you don't. Back in 2011, during a TED Talk in Scotland, Professor Harold Haas introduced a revolutionary idea to the world. What if a wireless internet system could run on nothing but an LED light bulb? Back then, his Li-Fi concept was just a cool idea, but now, roughly four years later, Professor Haas is back with a working prototype. Through a collaboration between the University of Edinburgh's Li-Fi and R&D Center, they already have a Li-Fi center, and a university offshoot company called Pure Li-Fi, the past four years have brought light-powered internet c- connectivity out of the theoretical stage and into a tangible Li-Fi router. The real-world a- applications for Li-Fi connectivity could revolutionize the way the world gets online, and the R&D team bringing Li-Fi to the real world expects that solar homes, consumer gadgets, and internet devices will all be able to absorb power and receive data simultaneously absorb power. Li-Fi system. Yeah. Okay, so that's the, I mean... That's the big part of it yeah. is the power absorption. The Li-Fi prototype relies on solar energy to, pr- to power the internet connection so that the LED light source paired with a solar panel becomes fully functional transmitter and receiver uh-huh. system for high-speed secure data transfer. I see. So the idea there is instead of having powered connections across distances, right. you can disperse it and it's carrying its own power. Right. Yeah. So it goes into the solar panel that's attached to your whatever so Li-Fi. The, there's electricity transferred as well as data from one panel to, from the led to to a panel that it's focused tuned into right because it would be typically if, you know without reading this article or anything the way if you put a light bulb out right and then you put a solar panel beside it you would expend more energy out of the light bulb than the solar panel would absorb from the light bulb Right, kind of. Thing. Yeah, it'd be pointless uh, the, to do that. Yeah. Right. So, and in this case, uh, obviously, there still would be a loss 
because there's no such, you know, there, it wouldn't be perfect conservation. Right. But by turning it into a laser focus in a direction, the potential, you know, you probably are able to retain a good bit of the energy is conserved that transmits the light and then is absorbed thus in the panel that receives it. That's what I'm guessing. This is, that sounds pretty yeah. neat. It, it, it says the uh, the cool thing about this is they would actually be able to put uh, internet and uh, a way to communicate data communications yep. in places they've never been able to. Right, because you could channel it all right. the way through the forest in Africa where they don't have power grid. Right, exactly. Right, you could put it anywhere, so it would really yep. help. So now that would be one of the biggest things you could do to help developing places, as opposed to send them Big Macs. If you could send them information, that would be super useful. We watched The Martian yesterday, you know, yeah. and then as soon as he could get the connection and the uh, connection to earth and communicate right. that actually is more powerful and than, than resources in the sense that with the right information that you can get and do you can do a lot more with the resources you have right so sending information to destitute places is one of the best ways you can help them yeah so i think it's kind of cool uh, uh, joey you got anything you want to say is this do you even understand what this is yeah i want to say something christopher north jonathan nelson Hey, hey those, are those the scientists that developed it? Yeah, thank you, scientists, for developing it. Because we we're going to move on to the next news story, right? Yeah. I mean, what what in the hell are you trying to do here? How scared are you uh, of science? Let's just <laughs> can you start there with that question? Like seriously, how scared are you of science? Like that it's evil. I hope you're kidding, but if you're not, I'll just play along. Oh, I'm so scared, man, <laughs> because Christians we know the truth. The Bible is in stark contradiction to science, and at some point we just have to uphold God's word, even if it doesn't make sense. Answers in Genesis, baby. Hell yeah. You need to know. Well, this one comes from roving reporter Thomas Buffum, and I thought this was was pretty cool. Indiana woman. Knock it off. Joey. What are you clowning about over there? Go ahead. Sorry. Indiana. What are you clowning about over there, Joey? What are you doing? Where's this headed? Indiana woman is shot... In the foot during waterfowl hunt. Wow. Uh-huh. By by guess who? Who do you think shot her? Herself. Joey, who do you think shot her? By the bird. Uh, her two-year-old daughter. By her dog named Trigger. <laughs> 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 this comes from the AP and U.S. News. Authorities say a northern Indiana woman is recovering after being shot in the foot by her dog. And the dog's name is Trigger. Trigger. Indiana con- Conservation... Officer Jonathan Boyd says 25-year-old Allie Carter of Avavilla laid her 12-gauge shotgun on the ground without the safety on during a waterfowl hunt. Um, Boyd says that Carter's chocolate Labrador retriever trigger stepped on the top of the shotgun and depressed the trigger. He says Carter was shot in the left foot at point-blank range, suffering injuries to her foot and toes. She was treated at two hospitals and released. You got to be careful around guns. And, and dogs. I, I don't think guns Joey, are a problem. Yeah, dogs. Yeah. Actually, you're right, Joey. Dogs are. I want to. I want to retract what I've said. I think you have every right to be petrified and scared to death of dogs. Like, yeah, thank you. I, if you like see I, a dog, kill it yeah. before it kills you. Kill if you see a dog, it's trying to kill you. That's I Joey's. Make, motto. I got a new bumper sticker. It's, it says, "Guns don't kill people. Dogs kill people." <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, that was the damn news with Toby Morrell. News, Joey, man, I, I feel like news. you should. Are you happy? I mean, like you, you're justified. Dogs are evil. Yep, malicious. You feel good. I like dogs. That gum, and I just don't like threatening dogs that are trying to jump up and bite my son. Anyway, Christopher North, Jonathan Nelson, Delano Gone, alcoholic, as G O N, Matt Lindsay, Silas George, Harry Sierra. Cox. Hey, listen, <laughs> what? Listen, I think these are funny just like you do. But the only thing is you're you're it's a disservice to some of these people because they can't hear their name. A disservice to who? The people whose names I'm saying. They can't hear their names. If Toby's, Toby's talking Toby's about saying Harry the Cox. names of the people. What do you mean? Like no, Harry, Harry Cox is not in the club. <laughs> Look, Harry Balsich is a club member and we're simply honoring Harry Balsich. Ivana Tinkle. She's awesome. We're both trying to say names at the same time, so why don't we take turns? All right. Okay. All right. Take turns then. So Sierra Sierra Fogelman. Cole Cutts. <laughs> Who else? Joel Grohe. Mike Roch. Quentin Gessner. That one's already good. <laughs> Arthur Graham. Seymour Butts. Wayne Goff. Andrew Thomas Leak. Mariah Sanders. <laughs> Benjamin 
Urquhart. Urquhart. That's U R Q U H A R T. Brian Hebert. Tavish <laughs> Carey. Randall Evans. Claude Dick. Randall Evans. And I kid you not. A vagina. <laughs> <laughs> The last name is is Uncle Farkas. That's how they signed up for the club. Uncle nice. Farkas. So we thank you guys. Hey, you will if you haven't received it yet, you guys are going to be receiving a link to the non-ad library of BC Pod Podcast. They they go back, I think, 20 episodes, maybe. So the last 20 episodes right. you'll have ad free. That's right. But then we'll also add all the other older yeah. ones. But and all the ones those going won't forward. be ad free. But Thank you guys for joining the club. We really do appreciate it. A lot of drama going on the BC Club Facebook page. I think it's starting to get ironed out yep. a little bit, but you guys are a riot. Thank you very much. If anybody wants to join, it's badchristian.com forward slash contribute. I kind of want to say something about that drama. I don't want to leave it just there. I think that people sometimes get upset on the Bad Christian Facebook, the club members. It's really interesting dialogue that goes on there. Sometimes it gets risque or rough, but... You got to give people grace because they feel like maybe I can just say whatever here and, and learn. Like, don't walk away or be mad or like that. I think you kind of go, wait a minute. This person's jacked up like me. They said something crazy. That doesn't define them or make that's not their whole identity. Or whatever. It's just a Facebook comment that you just don't don't sweat it that much. It doesn't carry that much weight. It's just somebody maybe trying to be funny yeah. or trying to be risque on purpose. Well, how about this? What if it's somebody who is immature and in? Five years from now, they'll be like, ah, yeah, I, I was so crazy then. I was thinking this, and I was under this, and I just, I didn't, I didn't know the world broadly enough to understand how to look at it open-minded or in a tolerant way or a graceful way, and I was just spouting off stuff that was kind of hateful. That might be the person that you're so upset about in five years from now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So give them that ability to be that shitty right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It might be totally shitty, intolerant, arrogant buttholes. But same person in five years is probably going to be different than that. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's what we we're hoping, at least. I think this goes yeah. across all social media platforms. Let's don't get too angry too quickly is what I would say. Anyway. Just so you know, that's what Toby is all about. Everybody always got to need to remember that. Toby's advice to the world is don't get too angry too quickly from Toby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, is your ass jealous of the amount of shit that just came out of your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.